This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hello, Shellies, and welcome into episode 164 of Small Talk. I'm Michelle Smallman. I hope all of you are having a wonderful 2023 up until this point. And at the beginning of a new year, most of us are focused on goals and resolutions. And I know one thing that I'm focusing on this year is trying to interview more people that I find interesting and influential. Another thing I really want to do is focus on my health and maybe weave that into some of the conversations that we're having here at Small Talk. And I share all of that because all of this is culminating in the first episode we're dropping this year and the guests that we have on the show this week. Get ready for this. I got the opportunity to chat with the one, the only, Peloton instructor, Cody Rigsby. I know, I'm freaking out too. We're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. We're going to talk about his LOL Cody project, how he got to the place he's at right now in his life and his career. And of course, if we have Cody on the pod, we're going to have some fun. And make sure you stay until the very end because Cody had me crying laughing. (laughs) So let's not waste any more time. Here's my conversation with Cody Rigsby. Well, welcome back to Small Talk. We are so thrilled to welcome in our next guest. He is everywhere. If you haven't heard of him, you've been living under a rock, but we are so excited to welcome Peloton superstar Cody Rigsby to the podcast. Cody, I'm grabbing uh, water. I'm grabbing a towel. I'm getting my life together. Our boo is here. We know you're booked and busy, so thank you for doing this. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I, I had to I had to recheck the booking. I said, ESPN, wow, okay, I know nothing about sports. So I just wanted to make sure I was in the right place, you know? Well, I appreciate your outfit choice for the ESPN today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, you know, I do have a lot of sports fashions. I love, uh, I have some football jackets and this is my uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, jersey. This is Jason Collins jersey, which I obviously bought because he was one of the first uh, out NBA players. So, um, yeah, I tried to grab my sportiest look for you to get into character. I appreciate that. And you're channeling it well. I feel the athleticism coming through the screen. Well, Cody, obviously, as you mentioned, I work for ESPN. I've interviewed a lot of big coaches and athletes. But when I told my friends and family that I was getting the opportunity to speak with you, they absolutely lost their shit. Okay, they lost their shit. And I don't really blame them because I am a Pelotoner. I'm exclusively a Cody writer. I'm a full member of the Boo Crew. Like, we all love you. But Every time that I spoke to someone and I asked them about you and what they might want to know about you, the common thread was, I feel like I know him. I feel like he's my friend. And I just want to know from you, what's it feel like to know that the fitness is almost secondary when it comes to your job, that people come to you because you're beloved. They just love you for being yourself. Yeah, I, I I love that. And I love that what I've put out there in the world is well received and that that is the thing that's most memorable. And to be honest, that comes from a place of intention. I listen, there's so many fitness instructors that can yell at you and have great programming and are badass and just like are these incredible athletes. But I think what I always try to bring to the table is a sense of levity, of fun, of storytelling. And for me, that really is um, bridging the gap between like fitness and people who might not have a workout routine or are scared to start a workout routine or get kind of in these plateau places. 
it's really about bringing the fun and the entertainment and the entertainment factor is like the, my guiding light, like my Northern star of what I bring to my content. Obviously I've been teaching for now, like eight, nine years and I've got all my certs and I know how to teach, I know how to teach a psyching class and a strength class, but it really is that the levity, the fun, the, the fun and flirty energy that really I want to bring to everything that I do because making fitness fun is challenging. It is challenging because fitness is not always fun. That's kind of the part of it, right? We have to push through obstacles to get to where we want to go and get the results that we want. But it feels so natural with you. Like anytime that I get on the bike or I take one of your classes, it it feels as if I'm in the room with someone that I know and we're just kind of like having a brunch download or something. But yeah. I, I want to know, do you map all that out before you go in? I know you obviously have a lot of intention with your playlist, but do you go in and say, this is what I want to talk about today? Or these are some of the topics I want to throw out there today? Or is it all off the cuff um it's a little it's a mixed bag and it depends on like what i'm doing um you know every class you have to start with a playlist and so i am intentional and try to make like thematic playlists some of them are like really straightforward some of them are like okay that's that that's a little obscure but once we get into it people are like okay i see the vision like my pop ride my pop ride tomorrow that i playlisted is Mariah versus the world. So it's like Mariah Carey and all the girls that she's either had beef with or perceived beef beef with. So, you know, like, cause I love to be petty and talk about drama and talk about pop culture. So the writer's like, Mariah, Ariana Grande, Whitney Houston, Jennifer Lopez, Nicki Minaj. Like these are all pop culture things that we all know mm-hmm. um, from Mariah's world. And Part of that is just to have commentary and to talk about things that I'm already thinking about. So it's a little intentional when I create the playlist. Um, For most rides, everything is like off the cuff, even though I'm like, I put the songs in there. Maybe I'll have a story about my mom from a certain song or I'll think of or I'll like overanalyze lyrics and just be like, let's let's run that back and let's 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 analyze that for a second and have a good laugh about it. and then there's more strategic rides that I do, like my my XOXO series and my most recent LOL Cody series, where, you know, I sit down and I almost write a script where it's like, okay, what am I going to say in this part? What are some jokes? What are, what are some games that we can play like Smash or Pass? And so I'm definitely way more intentional, more um, just strategic about it. Um, and... Yeah, that's kind of the variety, the kind of the variety I bring to it. And I think it'll help me in other facets of my world, because I never thought that starting a starting as a cycling instructor, that I would also be somewhat of a comedy writer, you know? Yeah, right, right. Life takes you in, in very weird places, but we're going to get to LOL Cody in a second because yes. I, I really want to drill in on that because it's been such an amazing new evolution piece for you. But mm-hmm. two things that you just said there popped out at me. Number one, I know it's not a female, but in the Mariah Beef Ride, is mm-hmm. Eminem mentioned? Oh, wow. That is a good, that is a good thing. Here's the thing is that, I don't know, most rap music and Eminem specifically, there's like a lot of like, I don't know, like bad language and misogynistic (laughs) language. And I just don't like it. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. So I don't I don't typically play Eminem or most rap music because I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't don't like what he's saying. So but, but that is definitely someone I overlooked. 
It's just one of my favorite Mariah moments of all time when she was asked to say something nice about Eminem and she was like, chocolate is delicious. You can bring it around with you. She, it was like the most unbelievable shade ever. So I appreciate that from Mariah. You get it, Shade. I, lo- I love some shade, you know? Absolutely. Okay. And the second thing I wanted to circle back to there is Cindy Rigsby, because when I'm taking the classes, I feel like Cindy is such this, uh, this omnipresent character, the way you mentioned her, we grew up, we're the same age, we grew up around the same era. So of course, I really identify with a lot of the things you say about your childhood. But Cindy Rigsby feels like everybody's mom in the late 90s, early 2000s. And since it's the holiday season, I want to know what is a really good Cindy Rigsby holiday tradition that you grew up around. Well, that's, that's a good one. And, you know, yeah, I, my relationship with my mom, like anybody's relationship with my mom has lots of ups and ups and downs. There's been lots of drama, but at the end of the day, like, I think that I accept her for who she is and we have a great relationship. I just, I moved her to New York three years ago. She now lives like four blocks away from me. I bought her an apartment so that, you know, I, I love that she's in my life. And over the past few years, we've been able to spend more and more Christmases together And I think the thing that pops into my head is every Christmas morning, my mom, now we're, we, well, I grew up in the South and we're from California. We born in California. So uh, we have some like, I guess, trashy traditions, but my mom always makes these, like, she takes up the role of like Pillsbury uh, crescent rolls Mm -hmm. and like lathers them with, I would love to say butter, but she's a trashy bitch and we'll use margarine. And then puts sugar and cinnamon on it and rolls them up and makes these like little cinnamon crescent rolls. And when they bake up, they get all like crystallized and they're delicious. And so we, I make them like every Christmas. I've, I've kind of taken on the tradition now, but um, that's the one thing that I always remember at my mom on, on Christmas. Those sound fire. I'm going to have they're, to they're good. They are that's so amazing. good. They are, it's like, um, she also used to make me, I don't know if you're, if you, if you're privy to this trashy quick meal also. Oh, I'm from the Midwest, babe. So we, we okay, got it all. We love so a casserole. Like, we love it. So like cinnamon toast, like, if oh, you're, yeah. like, you know, butter on toast and cinnamon and sugar, and it's like mm-hmm. real quick and delicious and a little trashy. So the, it reminds me of that a little bit. I remember when I was growing up, if I had a big test that day, my mom would make me cinnamon toast for breakfast. Yes. She'd be like, you need brain food. I'm like, isn't this yes. sugar and carbs? But whatever. <laughs> they didn't know better. We didn't know better. It's okay. No, and I feel badly for kids today because they don't get to experience that innocence of not knowing how bad it was for you. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so um, I want to go to the origin story before we get to L- LOL okay. Cody because sure. I was reading a lot about you last night and about how you arrived at this point. And I think when people see someone having the amount of success that you've had, they forget about the road less traveled. They forget Ah. about all of the obstacles that lay in front of you to get to where you want to go. So I know when you came to New York, you were a backup dancer, you were dabbling in fashion. There was a bunch of different things that you did. But if you were to look back on how you got to where you are, what's one big obstacle that you had to overcome to get to where you are today? Oh, um, I don't know if there's one pivotal moment, you know, I, I got to be at Peloton by chance. I was at the right place at the right time. And I was just ready for the challenge that was in front of me. But I think as I, um, as I think of the eight, almost nine years that I've been at Peloton, the first four, I was just like faking it, bullshitting, trying to figure out what I was doing, copying other people. I didn't know what I was doing. And so I think the biggest obstacle was creating a relationship with myself and building an awareness of my bullshit, building an awareness of my strengths. Um, that is, I think, the hardest task that we have as individuals. 
uh, I don't think that we're really taught at a young age or even in our like younger adult lives, what it really means to have a relationship with ourselves, to love ourselves um, in an unconditional way. And I know that sounds so dumb. You're like, I, I'm me, I'm in my body, I'm doing the things, but are we really um, holding the mirror up to ourselves? Are we allowing ourselves to sit with uncomfortable thoughts? Are we allowing to be aware of our flaws, of the things that we do wrong, that we want to change? And that in itself is really uncomfortable. And most of the time when we're sitting with our bullshit, the easier thing is to go and get distracted or go do something that's going to make us feel good instead of sitting with our bullshit, our uncomfortable thoughts. And so it's really been that relationship with myself that has allowed me to discover who I am in a, in, in a public space and really like run with that but um, also just like evolve and change and be better. So I think that's really like the biggest obstacle. And, and I, I would um, advocate for everybody to really invest time in getting to know themselves. I use meditation a lot, I use therapy. And um, I think it really allows us to be the best version of ourselves. What a beautiful answer. And that's so true because our biggest asset is that we're ourselves. We're one of one. Um, And I think more people need to lean into that instead of trying. It's hard with social media too, because you see all these people living these fabulous lives and it's all a highlight reel. But I think that is such beautiful advice because everybody tries to conform to what they're seeing online and on social media these days. And I love that you're like, no, just settle in with yourself and find out what makes you, you and really lean into it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it's been a really big year for you. Obviously Peloton superstar, you've got all these ad deals, dancing with the stars, and you launched a first of its kind variety class series, LOL Cody. It's so fun. It's, it's you and the interview chair. You're filling my role on LOL Cody. I was locked in. It's been so major, huge stars, by the way. I mean, just name a few Carly Rae Jepsen, JC, which I know JC Chazay, which was huge for you as an instant guy growing up. It was a win. It was a win for the Peloton community. Really, (laughs) It really was. It really was. And by the way, I was a Justin Timberlake girl growing up, diehard, and you kind of swayed me. You have some really good points there. I mean, you he- went through it through the lens of an adult and you went back and analyzed it and it was like, wait, JC was the better singer every single song, like probably 95% of the time, if you ask me. Pretty good. And he did yeah. not give the credit that he was deserved back back in the day. So I'm glad you're shining a light on it now. Uh, You had Mariah Carey pop by. I mean, how much more major does it get than that? But what was it like for you when you first had this concept and you realized that you could build this show the way you wanted to? What was uh, the identity point that you wanted LOL Cody to have? Yeah. um, You know, what what I love about Peloton is, like we talked about in the beginning, entertainment is a really big factor to it. we have the privilege and the power to have 50 amazing instructors. So if you really just want an intervals ride that's straightforward and it's going to be a killer workout, that's there for you. So what that allows me to do in limited quantity is to be creative, to do something new, to take a chance, to take risk. And, um, you know, I, Speaking of earlier, like I was a backup dancer. I always have that like lens of creativity and I I don't like being stagnant. So it's, it was good to have a space where I could just, you know, play with a lot of different things. And I really wanted it to kind of the basis of it, even though it's entertainment, there has to be an element of, and a foundation of fitness. 
And uh, I was trying to combine that entertainment and fitness and take it to the next level. And um, I just wanted to be able to showcase my ability to host, my ability to be funny and kind of create this almost like a podcast or a talk show, but on the Peloton platform where we get to see like celebrity guests writing and getting to ask them very pop culture and maybe inappropriate questions because that's what I'm all about and, and getting to see, see these amazing people in a different light. So it just really was like a creative process and it all came together because I had such a, such great help and with my producers at Peloton and, and um, like the booking, the bookings were great. So, you know, it took us a while to lock in some people um, just because everyone has their own schedule. Also people are like, who the hell is Cody Rigsby? Um, what is this all about? So it's, it's been a fun process and I really, I've been really proud of it. I've, I've also like, it's also created a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress, but that comes with anything that's new and foreign. And when you take risk and chance, but it also like allows us to grow, but, um, it's also just been fun to not be up by up there by myself, but to be able to go toe to toe with people who I think are like really really freaking funny like Trixie Mattel who I absolutely adore and Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers who I think are you know two of the funniest people I've ever met so to be able to kind of go head to head with them and shoot the shit was was so much fun that's amazing and lol Cody's on demand the classes are available through the Peloton bike Peloton bike plus and the app and you get a 30-day free trial if you're a new member I highly suggest that you check it out if you're not already a Peloton go ahead plug, plug it babe shameless there you go. Thank oh you. that's what we're all about we want people to come to you it's going to make their day better okay so now we've talked about Peloton and now we're going to have some fun we're going to we're going to circle back to Peloton but we're going to have some fun so you do XOXO Cody which uh-huh. is questions that are submitted to you here on small talk we do three random things so we're going to join them together for a beautiful marriage and i'm going to just throw some questions and relevant topics at you and you're just going to give me your hot takes okay hey you i didn't know we could do a a threesome marriage that's new the laws are changing great you know you didn't know that i was based out of utah (laughs) you said it on me you said it on me don't come for me (laughs) I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. So question number one, we talk about health and fitness, Cody, as a lifestyle, and there's a lot of commitment and sacrifice that goes into maintaining that. And you and your classes, you're very vocal about whole being a lifestyle. What is one part about the whole lifestyle? That's the hardest to maintain. (laughs) Oh gosh. I was actually just talking to my, (laughs) okay. I was just talking to my friend about this. We just grabbed breakfast and Okay, so I think this is anywhere, but specifically in New York, it's like, listen, you're trying to get laid and maybe let's just say we're trying to get laid. And so you, of course, you go on apps and just like go get go get what you need. But that's not necessarily my style. And that's and no judgment to anybody that is. But so you got to a like meet people online or meet people out and you got to like what I call like spinning the plates and you got to keep spinning the plates till one of them lands, you know, but like, sometimes you're over here spinning this plate for too long. And you don't know if you actually want to, if you want to do the deed with them, it's just like a lot of plate spinning and like giving attention via like texts or whatever. And it's so challenging. It's so much work just to, 
get laid. I'm like, I'm come on. Like being a hoe is a lifestyle, but it is also a lot of work, sacrifice and determination. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a cold brew addiction because I'm just tired all the time. You know, you're going, you're going out to dates, you're drinking, you're getting up early. I'm trying to do rides with you. It's like, how do I maintain the energy to keep this going? And like on top of like just your career and your own life, you're also trying to like either get laid or date people. That is, it's so much work. It's so much work. And I don't know about you. A lot of my friends are married with kids and they're like, tell me about your life. It's so exciting. I'm at, I'm just at home cooking dinner. I'm like, I would love to just chill out and cook dinner some nights. It's always funny because you want what you don't have, right? The grass is always greener somewhere else. And like, yeah, you'll complain that you don't have a boo when you're single. You're, you're complaining about, you know, maybe a boring sex life when you're married or kids or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, the grass is always greener. It is. Okay. Number two, this is a theory for you, Cody. I have a theory that now is the time for hot people to shine. And by that, I mean, anyone can really be hot in the summer. Anything can get hot. Like being hot is not physical. It's a vibe. It's how you carry yourself. It's your confidence. Correct. It it is really you being secure with yourself and everybody can be hot. Yes. I agree with that. And I think in the summertime, everyone's tanned up. We've gotten our summer bodies right. You know, everyone's doing LOL Mm -hmm. Cody. So we've got it right and tight. But I feel like in late fall, winter, specifically like November through January is when that confidence and that swag comes out because I think you can't really be hot unless you can pull off a turtleneck. What are your thoughts? <laughs> and that's why JC Chazé is hot, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta stop relying on that body, as uh RuPaul would say. You gotta stop relying on that body in the fall, and you gotta be able to bring to the table something that less than a superficial self. And so you really have to be secure with yourself, lean into who you are, what you're good at. And um, yeah, fall fall and winter is a time, I mean, it could be cuffing season, you you never know. It's just for a few months having something regular. Then when summer pops pops onto the calendar, you're you're back to the whole lifestyle. Okay, next one. If Cody Rigsby was president, what is one law he would make? this one's hard well you know you know i did say this in my lol cody ride now this was if i was running for mayor of new york city i would make manhattan a child-free zone like we don't need any kids in manhattan in fact it's kind of child abuse to make a, a kid come to new york city and i said if 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 these kids are in new york put them on those little monkey leashes you know most people like most parents are embarrassed that they put those kids on leashes i say keep them on them. I don't need, I don't need to be falling all over your kids. So that's good. We're creating child-free zones in, in all, all 50 States. I love that. A child-free zone. It's, it's like a non-smoking area. You know what you're getting when you go I in. I, I didn't choose to have your kid. Why am I dealing with your kid? You know, <laughs> I just, you know, Totally. I always say that if I could make one law, there would be social jail. So like if you are on a plane and you're in the back of the plane and the plane lands and you get up and try to bulldoze your way up, you're going to social jail. I mean, you're going to social jail. jail. Tristan Thompson, I would put in social jail. What are you doing? You're a menace to society. You're going to social jail for a couple of days. Think about what you've done. Oh, girl keeps going back to him, you know? (laughs) I know. Next question for Cody Rigsby. Is Santa a zaddy? (laughs) Santa has been doing some ho ho hoing around, you know. Santa has a lot of people on his laps, and I just have a feeling like he's not just keeping it all innocent. So probably, probably he's 
he's not in a hole and you know he's he's probably brought, jumped on the peloton or done some peloton strength so he's getting that that body together so i i see it if cody rigsby gets the aux cord what's the one song he's playing Oh, wow. That's really good. You know what? I like my taste, of, not my taste of music, but everyone like expects me to say Britney Spears. And of course I want to play Britney Spears, but sometimes I'm just like, what am I listening to right now? Or what am I like really in the mood for? And let me see, I'm trying to see what I'm trying to, well, uh, I don't know, just something fun, flirty and really gay. Like let's have it. Let's have a good time. I always think that like a, a Rihanna remix always brings the house down, you know? Yeah, it also depends on what are we doing? Are we going to the club? Are we going to Costco? Are we are we enjoying a, a night in? Um, what if it's the whole lifestyle and you're trying to set the mood? I have I have um, SoundCloud playlists that I, SoundCloud sets that I always I have like a few I have like a good five or six of them that I put on for when I have <clears throat> company. When you have a visitor. We have a visitor and I think, I think everyone needs to have mood music for when they have a guest, a company, a company, a visitor. Cause you know, you want, you want an ambiance, you want an energy, you want a vibe. So. Yeah. It's like the audio uh, version of lighting a candle. You know, it's very important that you set the mood. Very important that you set the mood. Two more before we play a game. You are kind of the purveyor of pop culture. People come to you because they want to hear your takes on pop culture. Who is someone in media or pop culture that you think should be more popular that might be kind of flying under the radar, but you're locked into? Well, uh, Tanache is a singer that I absolutely love. And like, I feel like she should be like on Beyonce's level of like doing things and she's so talented and so great and hot and like she just slays it and i don't know she just like hasn't risen above where i feel like she should be as far as like a singer and then um pop culturally uh, i'm gonna say bob the drag queen i think like he's he's hitting it like hard but i think he has so much more potential to grow and thrive and 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 see more success because he's like funny and just knows what he's doing so i that's it do you remember Anne-Marie back in the day? Of course. I always thought that she should be Beyonce. So talented. And she well, came out the gate with one thing so good. That I think that I think Beyonce actually has a has to do with why she's probably not where she is. Be, remember when Beyonce put out her solo album? There were like tons of girls that could have been in her lane and she like came in and slayed all of them and they never they didn't have a chance. And there's all those people in the record industry that were making sure. I wish I had people like that in my circle that were like, oh, we're just going to circle Michelle and make sure that. Yeah, that none of her competition succeeds. (laughs) We're just going to make sure she's good. Final question for you before we play a little game is what in your entire life Mm -hmm. is the biggest news story or pop culture item that you've been obsessed with? Like, for instance, growing up, I weirdly this is so dark, but I was weirdly obsessed with JonBenet Ramsey. I couldn't understand why they couldn't find her killer. I think America was pretty, uh, pretty obsessed with that. Yeah. I was like, why can't they figure it out? I was doing Homeland when I was like eight, trying to figure it out with connecting the dots. But I was like, Cody growing up in the same People Magazine era that I did, there has to be some sort of a story that he was obsessed with. I mean, JonBenet was up there. We were, we were really obsessed. Oh, this one's hard. Why can't I think of this? It could be recent, too, if there's something that you've just been. I know a lot of people were into the Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde salad dressing moment. Um, It is. okay. Oh, so Olivia Wilde was with Jason Sudeikis, left him for Harry Styles. And then the story came out that 
he found out about it because she made a special salad dressing that she only made for him to bring to Harry Styles. And so everyone was like, what is in the salad dressing? We that is know. another that is another level of cheating or like <laughs> somebody you're making Betrayal. A, a homemade salad dressing. Yes. And I here am. I am getting the bottled Ken's uh, every time that you make me a salad. Listen, no shade to Ken's. I mean, a Ken's ranch hits right. I don't know if their ranch is their their strongest suit, but I'm gonna <laughs> let you live. I'm gonna let you live. There's some other there's some other killer ranches. Um, okay, wait, no, back to the back to the story. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I will say that like I think it's really interesting that for such a long time we made fun of Britney Spears and like we're so obsessed with her and judged her so much for her behaviors. And now kind of 10 years later, we're like, oh, we know why, because she was literally entrapped by her father. And like, we're all kind of like, oh, we, we fucked, we, we fucked that one up. We fumbled the ball. Oh, sports reference, fumbled <laughs> the ball on that one. <laughs> we did in fact fumble the ball, but yeah. what do you, what do you think about it now? Because I'm still watching and I'm equally as concerned. I've got it. I mean, she's free, but I'm still I'm not, concerned. Well, okay. First I will say, I will say Brittany had a lot of birthday posts where she was like posting pictures of Jamie Lynn and her sons. And like, I'm like, didn't you just, you just put out like a few posts like two months ago where you were like, I hate Jamie Lynn. And like, I'm so estranged from my son. So it is a, that, that is a little concerning, but I will say this, if you were in a conservatorship and had no control over your decisions and money and couldn't even drive for over a decade i don't think that you would be completely healed and completely back to quote unquote normal six months after that conservatorship is um has been terminated so i think she just has like a lot of healing to do and that's like and i mean that in the most like non-judgmental way like i think that like if you're gonna be in that situation for that long of a time you've got a lot of healing and you got to take care of yourself so I would just put down the phone like we put down you're so rich and famous already you don't need to be on Instagram I would be on like if I was that rich and had already done that much of my career I would literally just be on an island doing nothing you would not hear from me like you just want to hear from me. I, this is what I don't understand about like some celebrities that are still w- working. I mean, I guess you, if you love it, but after a certain age, I'd be like, I'm giving you everything I got. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I, uh, I went and saw the, and this is no shame, but I went and saw the Rolling Stones about a year ago. And I mean, it was great. Iconic. Glad I got to see them. I'm like, at this stage of your life, why are you doing this? I just can't understand it. Y'all are very close to death's door. So like, why are you focused on performing for people? You got the money. Yes. Why? Okay, Cody, this has been so fun. So let's wrap it up with a quick game of Smasher Pass. Anyone that has taken a Cody Rigsby ride, they know that you love this game. We're going to do a a little bit of a sports lean to it. Sports mascots, Smasher Pass, Cody Rigsby. Are you going to show the pictures? Yes, I have the photos for you. And for the listeners at home that maybe not understand, this is where we take these mascots, which are almost animated figures, and then we're going to sexualize them by saying we would have sex with them or we would not have sex with them. Smash being, I'm having sex with this. And then pass is, it's a no for me. 
It's going to be a no for me, dog. Okay, number one, Cody, this is an iconic figure. Mr. Met, smash or pass? Listen, I love a big nose, but his <laughs> not working for me. And um, he just, he, look, he looks doofy and he definitely it looks like he's going to ask you to split the bill at, after dinner. So it's going to be a pass for me sorry pass. sorry Mets fans I know I'm supposed to like root for the hometown but like sorry it's okay I think he's got a lady friend Mrs. Mets so don't oh, you worry about I'm, it he's not oh, going so, so he's a cheater so that's what you're saying he's actually a cheater and um you know that's that's why I'm gonna pass for him okay and maybe it's an open thing we don't know we don't know the rules but I, but I need to know the rules okay correct this is a newer mascot, but he's taken the sports world by storm. Cody Gritty from the Philadelphia Flyers. Smash or pass? Ooh, I, listen, I don't I don't like hairy guys. So this physically, I think this would be a pass. But something tells me that he is fun. He's confident. He knows who he is. And he's really working with that specifically in this, in the first pose on his knee, just like really giving personality. So I, I do like a guy that makes me laugh. So I'm going to, I'm going to say smash. Wow. Smash gritty. I think you would, you would love his personality. He's really become uh, quite a star. And listen, okay. personality can take you a long way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Party smash. Absolute smash. I love a man in a skirt. That means he's confident. Look at the abs. Look at the biceps. Like, listen, my philosophy is everybody likes to get choked just a little bit. So I think he would do that just the right amount. Sparty from Michigan State, an immediate smash for Cody Wright's face. Yeah, no question. I mean, like, I don't, need, I don't even know your, I don't even need to know your name, Sparty. Let's just go. Like I live four blocks away. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. This is Slugger with three R's on the end of his name from the Kansas City Royals. Smash or pass? I, this is also giving me smash. The, the 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 guy, these guys are really working up their upper body. Yeah. Even with this very the, the only thing is this very unique haircut. Yeah, it's it's like a lion's mane with a crown on it. It's a lion's mane with a crown. Um, you know, I have a, you know, I I'm definitely going to to smash. And if we end up dating, which is probably unlikely, I will send him to my barber. Hair you can work with. Hair you can work. And at least he's got it. You know, at least he's got it and he's working with it. Okay, let's go to someone who doesn't have a lot. Brutus, the Buckeye from Ohio State. First of all, what what is he supposed to be, though? So it's a Buckeye. It's like a little nut basically <laughs> or you might have had the candies it's like or peanut butter has, with chocolate on the outside so he has small balls is what you're saying and for that i'm gonna say pass <laughs> pass for Bruce. okay so i you know that's where my mind went to and you said i could be inappropriate so yes of course and two more these are controversial uh the king cake baby oh from the new God, orleans Pelican. That baby. oh my lord where is this what school what school mask is this it is an NBA team, the New Orleans Pelicans. So, you know, the king, the baby that comes in the king cake for Mardi Gras. This is one of their, this is their mascot. It's the king cake baby. I just needed to get your reaction here. Oh my God, that is disturbing. That is some horror movie shit. That is some like, this is, this is an absolute <laughs> pass 
But I'm also concerned for for this team that 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 that's their mascot. And you know, there's those people who are into like being babies. You know, like like they put on diapers and like like to be taken care of. It's definitely been on some like TLC show. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it's a it's a it's a big pass. Big and, pass. And th- this baby needs to do needs to has been skipping legs day. Let's just be honest. The baby needs LOL Cody immediately. Uh, he, he's been skipping legs day. Last one, Jackson DeVille from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He made some headlines recently for wearing a Speedo at the game. Cody Rigsby, smash or pass? Um, I'm definitely going to smash. I'm assuming this uh, this mascot is probably heterosexual. So I'm just going to say this. More straight men need to be comfortable in Speedos. Oh, all right. We don't, we don't need you in swimwear that goes down to your knees. Okay. What is the point? Like you need to, you need to get some sun on those thighs. I need to see your thighs, first of all. So I am going to say smash because I like the confidence and I am advocating that more straight men wear skimpy underwear for the good of humanity. You heard it here first. Cody Rigsby encouraging all of our straight male listeners to wear skimpy underwear. Maybe that could be a holiday gift for them. Yeah, please. You know, like build that confidence. Let's see those thighs. I need to see what you're actually working with front and back. All right. I I need less. Leave less to the imagination, please. Cody, this was so wonderful. Thank you for taking the time to do this again. Please check out Cody Rigsby on Peloton, especially his new series, LOL Cody. It's on the Peloton bike, Peloton bike plus the Peloton app. It's a 30 day free trial for new members. And of course, you don't want to miss a minute of Cody. Follow him on socials on IG at Cody Rigsby and on TikTok at Cody underscore Rigsby. Cody, this was awesome. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate you and a happy, healthy new year to you. You too, boo. Thank you so much for having me. How much fun was that? I hope you guys enjoyed my chat with Cody Rigsby as much as I did. You could probably tell I was fangirling a little bit, but try to play it cool. Try to play it cool. Be sure to head on over to Peloton, check out his LOL Cody series, and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, rate the pod, preferably five stars, and leave a review. We, yes, both Steve and myself, we, we will be back soon. But until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.